In this podcast, the Ontario Medical Association looks at current health issues that are on everyone's mind. Spotlight on Health gives you the straight talk. We're Ontario's doctors and your health matters to us. This episode is all about health over the holidays. My name is Dr. Joy Hatley. I'm a family physician living and working in Kingston and community. Knowing where to find help for your medical problems over the holiday season is a very important thing. I would suggest that patients start with their own family doctor's office. They should check their family doctor's website, or if there's no website, phone into the office, because there's often a holiday message on the machine with the doctor's clinic hours. In addition, many family doctor's offices have an on-call doctor, and you can find out the information for paging that doctor or a cell phone that might be available to you to get a hold of the doctor. Telehealth is another excellent option for patients. Nurses give advice on telehealth about what you can do to self-care. And if you feel you have a true emergency, then you should go to the emergency department. But try to be careful as a patient using the emergency department for non-emergent things, particularly over the Christmas holidays, because it is a time when emergency rooms tend to be busier. So make smart use of your doctor's office and their holiday Christmas hours, urgent care centers, telehealth, and if you really need the emergency department. Deciding whether or not to go to a walk-in clinic, an urgent care center, or an emergency department is always one of an individual's judgment as to the level of their illness. But generally speaking, if you have a cold, a rash, if you have a minor stomach ache, if your symptoms have lasted for less than 24 hours, Generally speaking, getting advice from telehealth or if really you feel you want to be assessed going to a walk-in clinic is the best choice. If, however, you have a prolonged illness, maybe for several days, and you don't seem to be getting better despite your best efforts, if you have a high fever, if you feel faint or weak, if you're having difficulty getting out of bed, then you need to be seen in an emergency department where they have the ability to run some tests. Certainly, if you have the sudden onset of a severe headache, if you have chest pain, if you're short of breath, if you have severe pain in a limb, these are things that should tip you off that you need emergent care. And for those things, you should either call the ambulance or go directly to the emergency department. The flu, unlike a cold, hits suddenly, usually with a fever, chills, aches and pains, extreme fatigue, even weakness. Headache is common, and sometimes even chest discomfort. When my patients get the flu, they often say to me, I feel like I'm going to die, or I have never been this sick in my life. I've even had people say, I didn't know it was possible to feel this awful. Cold involves coughing, congestion, a stuffy nose, and sometimes a sore throat. And, you know, the interesting thing is symptoms like sneezing and a stuffy nose are much more common with the cold than with the flu. The most important thing to understand about the flu, though, is that it is much more likely to lead to complications, such as pneumonia, sepsis, which is an overwhelming infection throughout your body. And you know what? 
the need for hospitalization is much more common with the flu than with the cold. The good news is that the flu vaccine gives very good protection, and it's a very safe vaccine, and it stood the test of time. I want to add that taking our flu shot is like the gift we give each other, a lovely concept at this time of year. For if I get the flu shot, it reduces the chance that my friends, my colleagues, and even people that I casually interact with in public will end up getting the flu. So if you forgot to or chose not to get your flu shot and you're unlucky enough to get the flu, well, just stay home. Drink lots of fluid, take Tylenol and Advil for symptom relief, and get plenty of rest. Remember, the flu can last for up to 10 days. The first thing I want to say is about eating healthy over the holidays. Don't try and lose weight. Instead, take the season as a time to eat food that you don't normally eat. If you take advantage of a less demanding schedule over the holiday and you add a few hikes and walks or other outdoor activities to your day, you will have a hearty appetite and be less likely to gain weight. Don't, of course, do the seafood diet. If I see it, I eat it. Be a little strategic, choosing foods with high levels of nutrients. Avoid having multiple starches at one sitting. For example, when you're sitting down for Christmas dinner, either have a roll or stuffing or potatoes, but not all three in one sitting. When you go to have the leftovers, you can enjoy the other one. And add extra vegetables to your plate. They're high in nutrients and low in calories, even if you put just a touch of sauce on them. When it comes to dessert, have a sliver. And then, before you succumb to the temptation of the second piece, get up and go for a walk. Do it before tackling the dishes. That will stop you from being tempted to have extra dessert or other additional sweets. Limiting alcohol intake over the holiday season can be a very tricky thing, but it's really important to maintaining good health and healthy relationships as well as self-esteem. I have developed a few tricks that I like to employ. It's not uncommon for our hosts to offer us a drink as soon as we arrive, which means alcohol consumption often starts on an empty stomach. We'll feel the effects of alcohol much more quickly if we don't have food in our stomach because food competes with the uptake of alcohol into the bloodstream. I cheat. I ask for a glass, usually a martini glass, to make a mock cocktail. Then, later in the evening, after I've eaten, I'll pour myself a glass of wine, or I'll mix a real cocktail and enjoy it. I leave feeling so much better, and the biggest immediate benefit is I never have a hangover the next day. Of course, this sort of habit has very real long-term health benefit as well. Consider a dry January, a month without any alcohol at all. Your body will thank you. Mental health over the holiday season is an often discussed topic. It's really important for each one of us to think about, to protect ourselves from feeling blue or disappointed by the holiday. We need to have a very clear understanding of what our individual needs are ahead of time. The holidays provide us with the time to rebuild our communities to reconnect with our families and friends and get right up close and personal. Of course, this comes with its significant opportunity for strengthening and deepening our relationships, but also for conflict and division. I often suggest to patients that 
they pre-plan their challenging interactions and set them up for success. For example, if you know you need to get together with relatives that you have difficulty being around, plan to meet for a meal at a neutral place for a predetermined period of time. If you're unsure of what your personal needs are, take some time to reflect on the holidays that have gone well for you. Think about what you did, how often and with whom you interacted. What time did you take to pursue your own personal interests and hobbies? What sort of exercise did you get? How busy did you make your schedule? Also, think about the holiday times that were stressful for you and try to figure out when you felt stressed and what you were doing. Then intentionally limit the things that stressed you out and plan time for the things that made you feel jolly and peaceful. And I think we all know the things we need to do to ensure that we have good holidays, but sometimes it's good to have a reminder. Don't miss our next episode as we discuss staying healthy when traveling. This podcast is brought to you by the Ontario Medical Association. It is produced and edited by Jody Crawford Productions. This podcast is not intended to provide medical advice for specific situations and is for general educational purposes only. Please consult your doctor if you have symptoms or questions about your health.